She banished the unwelcome sensation with a hard blink. What happened? Her voice came out shakier than usual. The last I saw you, an American official was leading you away by the arm. Mary opened her mouth to speak, but then she swayed, the heavy bag in her hand making her list slightly to the left. Caroline took her friend's luggage from her and then eyed her more closely. Although Mary didn't look nearly as sick as she had this morning, her skin still had a greenish undertone. How are you feeling? Stop fussing, Caro. I'm perfectly well. Bold words, spoken with an oh-so-confident manner. But then Mary made the mistake of lifting her chin, whereby she promptly lost her balance. Caroline automatically reached out to steady her. Perhaps we should call for a doctor. No. A shudder passed through Mary. No more doctors spoken at me or asking their endless questions. She looked over her shoulder and shuddered again. We should go before he changes his mind. Something in the girl's expression, a cross between uneasiness and regret, gave Caroline pause. He? The doctor who let me through? A faraway smile spread across her lips, making her look almost ethereal, as if her mind was somewhere else entirely. Dr. Brentwood was very kind. Are you saying he bent the rules for you? I don't know. Mary looked over her shoulder a second time, and I don't want to find out. Neither did Caroline. With her free hand, she reached for her own bag and adjusted the weight of both pieces of luggage to even out the load. Let's head to the ferry boats. You'll tell me what happened with your Dr. Brentwood later. She spoke in an authoritative tone, making certain Mary understood that Caroline would expect every detail once they were away from Ellis Island. Mary didn't appear a bit concerned by the warning. In fact, she brightened considerably. Does this mean you're coming with me to Aunt Jane's after all? Although Caroline had never agreed to travel into the city with her friend, much less stay at her aunt's home, she couldn't leave the girl to fend for herself, not now. Not with her skin leached of color and her balance still questionable. Apparently I am. Praise the Lord! Mary smiled even brighter. The gesture added a hint of pink to her cheeks, and she almost looked like herself again. Almost, but not quite. Mouth set in a determined line, Mary reached for her luggage. Let me take that from you. I'm quite capable of carrying my own bag. They both knew that wasn't true. Of course you are, Caroline said in an appeasing tone, but I'm perfectly balanced. You'll throw me off if you attempt to assist me now. Mary sighed, but she didn't argue, which only confirmed Caroline's earlier suspicion. The girl had yet to fully recover. For a tense moment, Caroline struggled with the need to protect her friend, to do whatever it took to lighten her burden. This, too, was a new sensation, this desire to care for someone beyond herself and her mother. Perhaps she was getting her new beginning after all. But this was a dangerous delusion, one she must squelch immediately. She'd come to confront her grandfather and to demand an explanation for his years of abandonment. She had not journeyed all the way to America to make friends with a sweet Irish girl or to find a place where she belonged. Richard St. James. She repeated her grandfather's name over and over in her mind. Richard St. James, Richard St. James, Richard St. James. At last, the familiar anger and consternation returned, flaming to life like a blazing fire. On familiar ground once again, Caroline led Mary toward an official-looking booth, 
moving as quickly as possible through the smell of wet wool, sweat, and grease. Avoiding pleasantries, she asked if there was a map of New York, more specifically Manhattan, available for purchase. No, but you may consult that one over there. The board official pointed absently to a large map posted on the wall beside his booth. Thank you. A quick perusal of the crisscrossing lines and Caroline let out a sigh of relief. She'd assumed the city's layout would be as complicated as London's, and thus it would take her considerable time to learn her way around. But after one long, pointed look at the map, she had the basic design memorized. The streets, avenues, and boulevards created perfectly spaced squares, running east to west, north to south, with a large park in the middle. Mary pulled in close beside her, her gaze on the map as well, her brows drawn together in confusion. Do you see where we have to go? That's Orchard Street there. Caroline ran her finger.